Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Let's head to the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline and bring in Mike Neighbors, head coach of the Arkansas women's basketball team. Coach, welcome to the show. How are you? Doing great. Thanks for having me in. You bet. Uh, I saw your tweet this morning about going down to Pine Bluff and playing UAPB, and I thought, we got to get him on here to talk about that game. And then the tweets just kept coming, the schedule release. Man, yeah. what an awesome schedule. Woo. Yeah, we uh, we started calling around. And, you know, knowing that we had a young team last year that we, we tested by going up and opening up at UConn. And uh, just felt like we could put together a really challenging schedule. And we were fortunate to be able to fill that in with all of our in-state opponents and then uh, a good variety of Styles of plays all over the all over the country, and then down to the Virgin Islands as well. Hmm. Uh, let's start with UAPB. Uh, I think it opened yeah. a lot of eyes that you, you're willing to travel and go down and play in Pine Bluff. Why did you do it? Well, you know when it, uh, when Hunter Yearcheck and the Board of Trustees opened it up for us to play the in-state schools, it was something that, as somebody that grew up in the state, I always was longing for. You know, I wanted to see those matchups, so uh, we jumped right in. You know, we went and. Started playing Little Rock right off the bat and then went to Arkansas State last year. And I just felt like, you know, for, for women's basketball, and it's not true in all sports, I get it, but for women's basketball, we needed to go on the road and we needed to take our kids to play at Pine Bluff. We've got fans there and uh, Don's building a great program down there. It's a sister school. Uh, I just didn't want those games to always be in Bud Walton Arena. I wanted to go play at the various schools and take our kids to the different parts of the state and Thankfully, Don and the administration down there was willing to do that, and uh, we're gonna gonna open it up in style down there. She's got a great team. She's got two McDonald's All Americans on her squad, uh, one transferred from Tennessee and one transferred from Georgia. So it's um, it, it's an SEC caliber opponent on the road to open it up. Yeah, and, and I can only imagine what that environment's going to be like. No, she she's been. She told me it'd probably be a sellout, and they'll be. You know, they'll have all kinds of promotions for it, and that's exactly why we scheduled it the way we did. I I think we we owe it to the state to play all around it. I think we owe it to our kids and, and their program. And, again, with it being a, a system school, let's, uh, let's let's keep it in state and keep it in system as much as we can. And I do think it'll be a, it'll be a really cool way to get things started and uh, a, a good challenge for us and hopefully a challenge for them as well. I haven't seen the entire schedule, uh, so let me just ask you. I know you're coming to Little Rock. Will, will you be coming to North Little Rock, too? Uh, no, well, Jack, we'll be playing at Stevens. We're not playing in Simmons Bank. Uh, we'll do that every other year when we're not playing Little Rock uh, at, and Bud Walton. So, But we will play uh, We will play Coach Foley and Little Rock over there at their place. Um, and then we'll have Arkansas State at home. We'll have UCA at home. So, again, <laughs> playing all five in-states. Uh, a couple of tournaments, we're going to the Virgin Islands to play, and we're going out to San Diego to face uh, Oregon, Ohio State, and Virginia Tech, all three teams, or not Virginia Tech, but South Florida, um, and then uh, go to Craig. I think you need uh, – we were talking last year, and I think, Coach Neighbors, this is Joe Klein, I can, I can definitely yeah. help you on with the – Helping with Dota, at, on especially at the Virgin Islands and into uh, San Diego, if you yeah, if, San Diego. if you need lots me. Of, lots of people, lots of people volunteering that week. <laughs> uh, you know, I've I've had several text messages about need a team. Anybody doing laundry and carry our bag? We've got a lot of volunteers. I'll let you. I'll put you on a wait list, but uh, you'll be up there north toward the top. 
sure. How, how does that happen? Because I can imagine that's a marquee trip that a lot of teams would like to take. Is that an invitation? Do you have to wait your turn? How do you get one of those great spots like that? Yeah, it, it, it's a, you do go about every once every four years, you know, and you kind of wait your turn. You, they usually only take one team from each league, so it kind of rotates around, and you know, you kind of try to. Uh, you try to kind of schedule it out a few years in advance, knowing who you're going to have and who's going to be playing in it. And then you hope it all works out. There's a little bit of randomness involved in it too. But, um, yeah, it's one of those things that uh, you, you have to be working on. I, I said it in one of my tweets, Coach Todd Schaefer, my associate coach, he literally works on scheduling, much like recruiting. It's something you do every day. And until you've got it signed, sealed, and delivered, it's never locked in. And the day you lock it in, you're starting in on the next schedule. So, um, it, it is a – after you hire your staff and you recruit your team, I think scheduling is probably the next most important thing you do. Um, so it's challenge your team in an appropriate way uh, and hopefully be ready. And, and when the NCAA tournament comes around, you put together a good enough schedule along with what we already know we're going to face in the SEC, uh, put yourself in a position to be able to play uh, against the best teams late in the year. Mike Neighbors with us on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline. Coach, what, what what have you seen now of the team during summer workouts? Um, you know, we're, we're still going to be young. We were very young last year. We'll still be young. Uh, didn't really go into the portal. We just had one player that we brought in out of the portal and one freshman coming in. So lots of faces people are going to recognize. And then the addition of Chrissy Carr and Carly Johnson. Uh, we'll get to see Sailor Poffenbarger in uniform. You know, she was around with us last year uh, after transferring from UConn. Uh, but, uh, you know, the returners are all going to be a year older, a year smarter, a year wiser, a year stronger, all of those things. And uh, add in there the pieces uh, that we needed to add with what we graduated. Um, and we haven't had everybody all together. I'm, during the summer, um, you know, we get people in that are here. I still think there's a, some recovery period that's important, and we take advantage of that during the summer. But, I like where we're at, and I'm going to get real excited for uh, for August here uh, during the next couple of weeks when we're off. How is Sasha doing? She's doing great. Uh, I actually see her, you know, quite a bit. Uh, she's been working, coaching a team on this in, uh, a youth team this summer. Uh, I've seen her out on the road. She's got a big smile on her face. She seems to be doing really well. She's always gives the best hugs in the world. So hmm. uh, doing great. Uh, she'll be around. You know, she's part of our team she's on scholarship she's going to class she's doing everything and we're just uh, just trying to support her in every mm-hmm. shape form and fashion that we can uh, she's doing great good christian here do you have any uh movie or documentary recommendations well if you haven't started and watched terminal list on amazon prime even if you read the book everybody's like oh, i read the book i don't care this is one of those rare times when when the series kind of outdistanced the books in my opinion uh, but Terminal List, definitely got to be up there toward the top. And if you haven't watched uh, The Girl in the Picture, it's about a murder that happened in Oklahoma uh, in the late 90s. And it's a good a good hour-and-a-half documentary that's uh, got some twists and turns in it that's pretty close to home. A lot of people may remember when it happened. So those would probably be my two go-tos for the summer, Terminal List on Prime and then uh, Girl in the Picture from Netflix. Have you seen the uh, the day the music died? I have. How, what'd I you have th- seen What'd that. you think? I loved it. I I'm too. obviously yeah. a huge music buff, and you know there were even. And I thought I knew most of the events, but there I were a too. lot of things that yeah. came out. 
there were a lot of things in that that kind of was like, oh, that that's new. Didn't know that. And I had to go back and kind of re-research a few things. But I thought it was very, very well done. That that would certainly be – that's a good call, Joe. That should, should be on the list for sure. I got to see an early showing of the Nolan Ryan documentary. I don't think it's out yet. Okay. But when it does come out, they put that down as a must-see. I, I will be interested to see that. I, I want uh, – uh, big fan of big fan of Nolan Ryan. So will that be will that be streaming or is that in theaters? It will be streaming at some point. I think it's Apple Plus. Okay. I could be wrong on that. Apple Plus. Oh, okay, good. Apple Plus need we need something coming off Apple. We, that's good. Coach, thank you for your time. I appreciate you jumping on here and talking yeah. about the schedule. Congratulations. Yeah, no good luck, Coach. Oh, I'll see you up there, man. Absolutely. See you soon. All right.